And it's Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, it is Tuesday. We're glad to be back. I hope you had a, a, a restful and uh, uh, certainly it was a peaceful Memorial Day because of the sacrifices of those who gave all on our behalf. And uh, I had an opportunity to run home to Illinois, and I'm glad I did. I uh, need to see my family members, my oldest brothers and sisters. And But one of the things that struck me while I was there as I was traveling through Illinois, the southern up to the center of the state, as it was, and uh, I mean, that's that's still America. That's still rural America. Rural Illinois is America. I promise you, you heard me talk about this before. Folks, there's no paper. You know, like we here in the state of Mississippi, we got to spend uh, money to have the, before they cut the grass out on the highways, they got to have somebody go through there and pick up all the trash and stuff. You do not, I promise you, you don't have that problem in Illinois. I don't care where you go. Well, I'll take it. Once once you got near the urban centers that are dominated by the crackheads, then trash everywhere. St. Louis, Chicago, you know, that's when, that's when it starts getting nasty. But you go through the rural areas, I mean, they could just put a, a bush hog and just go up and down the road and cut. They ain't got to get out and pick up nothing. And one of the things that struck me, uh, reminded me of where I came from, you know that space in between the street and the curb, you know, where the uh, grass will grow up because of the, you know, a little bit of dirt to catch and it'll just start expanding and expanding. You do, I don't care how poor the neighborhood is, you do not see that. You don't see it. Everybody, in front of everybody's house, the curb, all, I mean, it's, folks, this is a cultural problem. I mean, a cultural thing. This, you know, you grew up where you just don't do that. You don't let that stuff grow up. And ain't no uh, uh, city coming out there doing all that. Folks, that's just, it's uniform. I'm telling you, we don't have to live like this. It's our culture down here in Jackson, Mississippi. Our leadership has told us that, you know what? We just buy, we'll just pay for enough government to have somebody come out and do that for you. We don't have to live like that. It, it, but anyway. And then on Memorial Day to see all the white hair and the gray hair uh, patriots out there memorializing and remembering those who sacrificed to have what we have. And I, thought, I just thought about how, and I looked at the, uh, the farms and, man, we got it good in it. I mean, it just for the life of me. And I think that's what, I mean, the source of my, I'm really just disappointed that we find ourselves where we got to fight our fellow man, our fellow Americans, to preserve that which has been a blessing to so many, if not all of us. And yet, they're stirring up your anger, your bile, your 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 discontent over people. And, and, and as I was watching the memorial there for Memorial Days out at the park, and I'm saying, they want to. They want to. All these old gray-haired men and women out here. And, uh, they want to vilify these people as being the most evil people on earth. And I'm saying, for whatever their faults were, look. Look at what they had. Look at the platform that they had built that we all benefit from. All the nice, neat little houses everybody had. Everybody had different size houses, different degree of square footages, etc. But they were all, you know, well maintained in terms of the yard and everything. They had a uniformity. They had a respect for their neighbors to, you know, to, pull, to do their part. 
being poor didn't give them a right to be nasty and dirty. And I just like that. It just reminded me why、uh, I believe the way I do. And, you know, I thought about,、uh, you know, like I said, it's just, it was just refreshing not to just see trash everywhere, just gratuitous trash where people just, just throw their potato chip bag down, their cigarettes or their styrofoam plate that they had, just throw it on the ground. They, they do not do that. And I rode through some of the areas, like I said, where I grew up. And folks, when they, cut, when they tear your house down up there, oh, they. The city is going to cut the grass. They're going to send you a bill every year. Every year. It, the bill is going to, be, it's going to be on your tax bill. But you're going to get a bill separate that they're going to be hounding you for. You're going to get robocalls. Where's my money? Where's my check? Get my check. So you don't, you don't have houses with vacant lots next to them with grass all grown up. They, that's just, they, they don't do that. And you know what they don't allow? They don't allow you to go sit in those lots on top of crates and drink beer all day. You could not, you will go to jail. The public housing, you cannot sit out on the public areas and drink. You can't even sit out on the steps just for the heck of it. They don't allow it. In their public housing, their Section 8 housing, house, you wouldn't know it. They don't allow that riffraff mentality to take hold. They don't, they break it up at the door. That's what I'm saying. Down here, we got all this compassion for the poor. Man, the poor don't get no special treatment for being poor. They don't get no special treatment. Because it was up to me. If I was running Jackson, all those bums out there on the, on the interstate, over there by St. Dominic's, ain't nowhere in the world I'll let y'all let all that trash build up. Man, no. And then w e harassing、uh, vendors who have food trucks and people trying to sell out. Uh, uh, off tabletops and uh, uh, you know, small vendors selling juries. We're going to make them be licensed down, and then you get to stand up there and bum and tear up. Oh, hell no. I don't care how hungry you are. I don't care how homeless you are. You don't get a right to make everything worse for everybody else. All that crap over there by Kroger's and Old Kenton Road. When you come down I 55, them folks just living. Uh、uh-uh, uh, no. Every morning I come through there with a front loader, be scraping folks up. That's my stuff. It's going to be at the city dump. You can walk on over there and get it. They will get the. Kim, that is so cruel. Call me cruel. I can live with it. These people are doing what they can get away with. Yeah, they've hit some hard times. Baby, who hasn't? You don't have to wallow in it. You got people saying, well, you know,、uh, I, I, I got out of jail and they won't want nobody to hire me. Hire yourself. Instead of begging for money. For a、uh, uh, uh, beer, why don't you beg for money for a lawnmower? Dog, I'm trying to get a lawnmower up so I can go cut some grass. Okay, I can get behind that. So, if you went and got yourself in a jam and you, and you got a record, you know what you need to do? You need to be an independent contractor. That's all. Don't be talking about won't nobody give you a job. Give yourself a job. You gave yourself a job when you was breaking and entering. Oh, yeah, that's what I do for a living. I, I steal. Okay, so you're an independent contractor. You can go back to being an independent contractor. Cutting grass. Now, the problem we have right now is too many damn excuses, too many excuses. I knew something was wrong. This ain't my chair. Hold on one minute, folks. Messing up my rent. All right. Yeah. There we go. Now we get things back on track here. I got my right chair to sit in here.、Uh, but no, this, just, I mean, that's my point. We're putting up way too much crap here in America, which is going to be the theme of today's show. We're putting up way too much crap. 
Them folks over in Davos, Switzerland, talking about what they're going to do to mankind. Folks, we need, we need to get that list of everybody in attendance. That would include Senator Roger Wicker. And we need to bum rush these fools. Hey, now what was y'all talking about? Oh, you're going to subjugate all of humankind. Oh, you're going to take. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad you let us know. Get a rope. And do like in the olden days. Man, ain't no big eyes and little U's around here. This is America. If you're going to be a maverick, you're going to take some arrows. If you're going to be a badass, you're going to take a whooping. Pick your poison, homie. But you got these people out here openly saying what they're going to do to the rest of the world. What they're going to do to everybody else. Did you, are you listening to these people? And then the FBI is, is running us down? Oh, no. Folks, I'm just telling you. Oh, it's nut cutting time now. It, like I said, what we're seeing is what we're seeing. Not only what we're seeing, what we're hearing is what we're hearing. These people have called us out. They have called out humanity. Oh, no. Oh, Hoss, we can do without them. You talking about global warming? We talking about some global butt whoopings. Bill Gates on site need to be, he, his lights need to be stomped out. We're even harboring this type of idea. Fauci and all the rest of these folks, the World Health Organization, the CCP, everybody, everybody who's, who's got that, that vein of thought, break it up at the door. If it means your life got to go, and my life got to go. We got to go. But we're doing it for future generations. But the BS, folks, what they're saying just ain't going to stand. And as I was driving back, I had plenty of time to think. And I'm thinking, you know what? We putting up with way too much crap. We running around here allowing these people to intimidate us. And I thought about the Uvalde, Texas shooting. I said, these people are sending us a message. These so-called our would-be better, the elitists, our governors, our, our, our governing officials, if you will. They think they can do anything to the American people. Somebody made a good point. Now, they couldn't get the police to rush to school where the boys in there shooting and killing babies. But they're more than willing to have as much police as they need if you go to a school board meeting and say something that, you don't, that they don't like. Oh, they got plenty of police officers willing to arrest you then. Oh, everybody's bad iron chest Charlie then. Folks, I'm telling you, we are where we are. This is going to come down to a test of wheels. How much do you want to remain free? And how much freedom do you want to maintain? This is where we're at. Everybody, look, the spotlight of freedom is going to shine on everybody. Kim, you, a dog named Blue, the police officer, the man on the street. The retiree, the ex-military, the teacher, everybody. You're going to have to decide. Our government has showed us they don't think crap about us. They, they hold us with contemptuous disdain. When they think of our name, when they see our faces, they look at us with contempt. So what are we going to do about it? No other example do you need than Uvalde, Texas, where our government stood down and watched our babies be killed, and then drew guns on us. Those parents out there was all of America. What are you going to do? Oh, you think it ain't going to happen again? I'm going to play you a video of a lady who explains, in Kim's estimation, 
why all this stuff is going down, how it's going to. See, we have a hard time believing that these mass shootings would be choreographed and planned by our government. We, we just can't. But you know what? As I was telling one of my uh, te- uh, listeners via text, I said, You work for the University Medical Center. That is a large system with a lot of moving parts. Somebody's in charge of that. Somebody was in charge of it when it was in, in, in its embryonic stage, and they grew it to this stage with all the moving parts, with all the doctors, all the people they need washing the floors, washing dishes, sterilizing equipment, moving parts around, moving organs around, keeping the phone system running. That is a system. It's complicated, isn't it? And you don't think any more about it. It's complex uh, complexity because for the most part, they're doing good with the exception of Jones and Rogers they got over there. But for the most part, I think that woman's name is Roger. Uh, but for the most part, you don't think anything's wrong with somebody being able to juggle all those balls in the air and accomplish that task. Same way with this evil. And this woman here is going to explain to you on this on this video. She's going to explain to you why you keep seeing some of the same faces at two or three mass killings. Folks, our government is planning this stuff. They're actually they're actually doing this. This is all part. Folks, they have a they have companies out there that that put this stuff on. These babies that come up missing, these kids are coming up missing. These kids are being kidnapped, obviously being kidnapped. They're being held, groomed and turned out for just an occasion like this. Their memories are being wiped clean. They've been sent. Some of these folks are in our newsroom. They're in the media. They're in the judiciary. They're on the police force. And they're sprinkling them throughout all the country. So it looks disparate when it when all these different things happen, all these mass shootings happening. But folks, it's all these people are working this thing, man. And it's hard for us to get our head around it because we don't think in evil terms like that. But if you listen to the people over at Davos, if you listen to George Soros and Bill Gates, listen to how they talk about be basically being smarter than God. How they done figured out what God uh, 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 had created life and how they can have life forever and all this stuff. That type of arrogance. Folks, that's the seeds of destruction. And what they're doing, and this lady's going to go into it in this video. When I take this break, we're going to play it. And uh, uh, she explains the fact that with all this money, and this is what concerned me about Big Pharma getting these 50, 60, 70 billion dollars off this COVID. With all this money, they are buying up people. They're buying up police chief like the guy in Uvalde. All they got to do is buy one guy. Yo, tell him to stand down. Or if he's MK Ultra, as the shooter was, Big Pharma, DARPA, and our government, they're all behind this crap. You can disagree with me, but guess what? You see it happening with your own eyes. You're trying to rationalize it away after COVID, after you done got has enough. T- you've had enough time to hear all the lies that came out of the COVID scam and the COVID vaccine scam, and you still believe this government. I, hey, hey, you believe who you want to believe, but you can believe reality is going to be what it's going to be. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. 
America. You love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. We're back. Hey, I want to tell you about Corkin Door Company. That's right, folks. Corkin, I'm sorry. Corkin Door Company. That's C O R K E R N. And you can find that on the web, too. C O R K E R N. Corkin Door Company.com. That's Corkin Door.com on the web. Do you know for more than 50 years they've been providing quality, high quality garage door products to all of Mississippi? Today they continue that commitment to provide customer products and services that are the highest quality available, folks, such as Corkin Doors, the supplier of residential garage doors, door parts, and commercial overhead doors, such as LiftMaster, Clopay. Folks, as you know, Clopay is a section on commercial and residential doors. These doors are sturdy, hardy, built to last. The owner, Sissy and Chris Kennedy, welcome you to come by the office and discuss any of your current or future garage door projects. Folks, I can tell you, the garage door industry has changed. You'd be surprised what you can get done with a garage door. Not just the basic, okay, keep everything in and folks out, but the de- decorative aspect of it, folks, the insulation, just a thousand different things that you hadn't even thought about. Uh, Cork and Door is your first stop to go to. Go to Cork and Door, C O R K E R N door.com. Uh, we got, what? Well, okay. Mobile, we're going to uh, we're gonna play this video first, man. Uh, I want y'all to listen to this here. This is uh, AmazingPolly.net. She's on BitChute. This video is actually two years old, but I want you to listen. Folks, we're being played. Uh, Elon Musk has showed us that uh, social media companies are using bots. They don't have the, re- they don't have the numbers that they say. <coughs> we're being manipulated by this. And if you want to know about the mass murders and why they keep happening, listen in. Okay, it's going to take about five minutes for her to really get to the meat of the matter, in my opinion. But she's got a lot of good information on the front end for those who are interested. But go ahead on, Mr. Peters. The video you're about to see is a edited re-upload of something I did originally in December 2019. And it's all about psyops and false flags, who, what, where, when, why. Um, and the references in the video, I should warn you, are all from 2018 and 2019. They might seem dated, but I think the point remains. And not to mention, these events, it's good for you to refresh your memory on what went on then. Because it was crazy times, and we're in crazy times again. I'm speaking in reference to many things. The Ukraine war, the monkeypox, but also these shootings that are happening in the United States right now. This video is particularly relevant to some of that. And keep in mind, I originally recorded this before the COVID-19 scamdemic hit. 
But there's a section in here that you'll want to pay particular attention to, and it's when I talk about a Slate article called You Can't Handle the Truth. It's all about official military contractors who do full-scale fake events in order to sway public opinion in the countries that they do the operations in or abroad. And so I think this video is timeless, actually. I've edited a bit for length and taken out a section that really got into the weeds about uh, stuff that happened in Florida with uh, things probably not relevant to so much right now, today. So when you see the end graphic, there's going to be characters on there and you think to yourself, why? Why are they on there? Well, I've cut that out just to keep it shorter. So I hope you will enjoy this edited re-upload. Most of you, I think a lot of you will not have ever seen it because it is two and a half years old. And if you'd like to support my work, please go on over to amazingpoly.net on the contact page there. You'll see an online gift form where you can make a financial donation there or you can send me something through the mail to my P.O. box. I'll get that in now at the beginning of the video and maybe I'll give you a little reminder at the end too. All right, I hope you enjoy this edited re-upload of a video originally called PSYOPS Goes Mainstream. Today I'm going to talk about fake news and propaganda. It's one of my favorite topics and in fact in some ways every single video I've ever done is about that. It's going to go over a whole lot of things. It's some who, some how, and some why of the current propaganda machine. It is my contention that fake news is beyond spin. It's not spin, although it is spin. It's beyond lies, although it is lies. Fake news is an industry. Because for some reason, it seems to me that the controllers, the oligarchs, the deep state, the globalists, for some reason, they seem to want us to want things rather than just forcing things on us. Almost like it really is a battle between spiritual realms. And the one rule is that you have to tempt the people to make the mistake. You can't force them to make the mistake. You have to get them to agree with you somehow. And that somehow is by creating whole situations, which you then film and then you call news. To start this video off, I want to show you a scene from a movie called The Village by M. Night Shyamalan. A lot of people trash this movie, but I like it. And maybe if you go back and look at it with an eye to um, how cults operate and how the fake narrative operates, maybe you'll get more out of it. Just a quick synopsis of the movie. Basically, a group of people wanted to live separate from society and they wanted to to grow this village that they made by having babies and, and raising them up. But they couldn't keep the babies there unless they gave them a whole fable about their existence and why they can't leave. So they told these kids that there were monsters in the forest and they couldn't leave the village because the monsters would get them. This was the fable that they raised people with. But then eventually a crisis happened and they needed someone to leave the village to get medicine for another member. 
This person uh, was going to maybe face these monsters in the forest, but they had to come back. They needed this person to come back virtually untouched by the outside world. So they made sure to scare her the whole way with these fake monsters. They dressed up as the monsters. They chased her. And eventually, she killed one of them. So this means she killed one of the people in the village who who she loves. All based on a lie. All based on these people wanting to control the narrative. So here's a scene from just after that that person was discovered dead. Ivy has returned with medicines from the towns. She was attacked by a creature and killed it. We will find him. We will give him a proper burial. We will tell the others he was killed by the creatures. Your son has made our stories real. Now you see William Hurt the leader of the village who had his back to you there does his spin doctor thing. He says to the grieving mother who's just lost their son, her son, he says, this is good because your son now has made our story real. We will tell everyone that another, that a monster killed your son. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Remember, it's, bu- it's bumping up on 89 degrees, bumping up on 90 out there. You need to check out the AC doctor. Call him now, 601-706-4551. Call him to schedule an appointment for the AC doctors to come out and take a look at your system. You know you weren't happy with it last year, and it hasn't healed itself. Give him a call, 601-706-4551. Your comfort is their concern. Check them out on the web, acdr.com. That's the AC doctor. Dot com, acdr.com and again the number 601-706-4551 we're listening to the amazing polly amazing polly.net is a web presence she's on bit shoot and the title of this video is remember this when you watch the news she's getting ready to get into the false flags and how they're created listen closely they just build the lie up they use every opportunity to spin for their narrative This person died for the lie. Another person killed for the lie. And they just use it. They just use both of those tragedies to to keep their narrative going. In our own world, we've seen this. We've seen this over and over. Do you remember this person? Nayira? She told the story of the incubator babies in Iraq. It was widely publicized and was cited numerous times by United States Senators and President George W. Bush in H.W. in their rationale to back Kuwait in the Gulf War. And then in 1992, it was revealed that Nayira's last name was Al-Saba and that she was the daughter of 
Saad Al Saba, the Kuwaiti ambassador to the United States, as she had said that she needed anonymity for safety, so she only gave a first name. She cried in front of Congress and said that the forces were coming in and throwing babies out of incubators to die. All of it was a lie. That's example number one. And then they lied us into another war with Iraq. There's Colin Powell testifying at the United Nations about the yellow cake and about the vans driving around mobile weapons of mass destruction labs. Do you remember this? They showed maps. They showed satellite images. This guy from Iraq, he said, this was a typical American show complete with stunts and special effects. And he was right. But it was too late. It was too late. The war was on. People were dead. Hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people dead because of that lie. And then you add on Nayira's lie. How many lives absolutely obliterated for their narrative? Here's the New York Times admitting, by the way, that it was it was a lie. His 2003 speech to the United Nations in which he gave detailed description of Iraqi weapons program that turned out not to exist. He says it was painful for him personally. (laughs) Being caught as a liar was painful for Colin Powell personally. Where was his integrity? Why did he tell the lie? He told the lie for billions of dollars. And he didn't even get the billions of dollars. He told the lie for the system. For the globalist system. This magazine, Slate, put out this article, 2005, You Can't Handle the Truth. And it is one of the most important things that I think anybody can read. But just look at these small paragraphs from it. Strategic Communication Laboratories, a small UK firm specializing in influence operations, made a very public debut this week with a glitzy exhibit occupying prime real estate at Defense Systems and Equipment International, the UK's largest showcase for military technology. The main attraction was a full-scale mock-up of its ops center, running simulations ranging from natural disasters to political coups. Who buys this stuff? Broughton declined to mention many specific clients, noting that disclosing SCL's involvement, particularly in countries with a free and open media, could make its campaigns less effective. However, he says that post-apartheid South Africa has employed SCL, and so has the United Nations. Strategic Communication Laboratories, it creates whole events to hide other events. It creates whole events and then farms them out to the news. It has assets in the news. Look what it says that it does. Company literature describes SCL's niche specialties as psychological warfare, public diplomacy, and influence operations. They talk here about this smallpox scenario. In the article, they say, Let's pretend there's a smallpox outbreak in London. We don't want to tell people there's a smallpox outbreak in London. Why not? Who knows why not? They just don't want to. So they want to tell the public something because they don't want the public to go out of doors. They want everybody to stay in. So SCL would come in and they would create a whole fake story about there being a toxic cloud over London. For this, they would farm out disinformation stories to the news. Complete. Look what it says. 
Reporters would be tapped to receive disinformation, with TV and radio stations dedicated to around-the-clock coverage. They would orchestrate a sophisticated campaign of mass deception. The company sets up a high-tech ops center to convince the public that an accident at a chemical plant threatened London. As the fictitious toxic cloud approaches the city, TV news outlets are provided with graphic visuals charting the path of the invisible toxins. Imagine the crew involved in that. You would need fake scientists. You would need people making the graphics. You would need fake. You would need filmographers at the scene. You would need people doing Adobe Photoshop to, to, to make it look like there's a toxic cloud. You would need fake hospital officials. You would need fake policemen or real ones who knew they were lying. What I'm saying here is this is a massive operation, and one of the arguments that people always give. When you say something might be false flag or something is a false event, is no way could you possibly get that many people to keep the secret or go along with it. But you can see that clearly, clearly, people will go along with it. SEL is a going concern. It's a really long-running company. They've been in business since 1993, and they have worked on elections in a whole bunch of countries. They have worked on. Many things all over the world, and as you saw, for the UN, for the UN too. So that means global. Just keep that in mind. So let's look at some mass shootings and some a phenomena that I started to notice after 2017. All right, let's look at this one. For the second time in two years, they survived a mass shooting. After surviving the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history, three friends were not expecting history to repeat itself two years later. In 2017, Christopher and George Cook were in Las Vegas during the Route 91 Harvest Festival when a gunman fired into the crowd, killing 58 and injuring more than 500. They managed to escape with no injuries. So these guys went to another music festival, the Garlic Festival. And there was another mass shooting. What are the odds? They're very unlucky, I guess. Oddly, tragedy strikes twice for California shooting survivors who witnessed Las Vegas massacre. So this guy Nicholas Champion and fifty or sixty others were at both the Route 91 Harvest Festival and at the Borderline Bar and Grill in California. Eighth of November, twenty eighteen, one year apart, roughly, two mass shootings, same group of people. This is getting really weird. But there's more. At the El Paso shooting, August twenty nineteen, parents of teen killed at Parkland were in El Paso during Walmart shooting. Manuel. And Patricia Oliver, parent of Joaquin Oliver, were in town to unveil a, a memorial mural this weekend. They say, so again, this family here was involved in two mass shootings in one year. I I I can't believe it. I mean, honestly, can you believe it? How often can this possibly possibly happen? Well, one more time that I could find. UNC Charlotte grad who survived two mass shootings speaks out. One man, two mass shootings in the same year. Back in April, we shared with you the story of Joey Obeyed, 
His sister is CN2 reporter Sarah Obey. Joey is a recent UNC Charlotte graduate who was on campus when a gunman shot and killed two students there and injured several others. Shockingly, Joey happened to be at the Ned Pepper's Bar in Dayton, Ohio this past weekend when tragedy hit once again. August 2019. Did you notice that one detail? His sister was a reporter. His sister was a reporter. Well, this guy, Nick Champion, who was at Las Vegas and the borderline shootings, his sister, Whitney, is a reporter too. Works at BuzzFeed. Plus, I'm not sure if this guy's related, Matthew Champion. He is the deputy world news editor of BuzzFeed News in the UK. Are we talking about Are we talking about maybe a small group of people who whose job is to be witnesses to mass shootings? I mean, how can this be? How can it be? All of these people were at multiple mass shooting events, all between the years of 2017 and 2019. Let's move on to something slightly different. This is the sun. This is the monster that... We're going to take a break. Uh, we're listening to AmazingPolly.net. She's on BitChute. The name of this video is Remember This When You Watch the News. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. All right, we're going to continue to play uh, the rest of this. AmazingPolly.net at BitChute. Remember the news. Uh, remember this when you watch the news is the name of the video, and I'll send it out to those who just requested it. Go ahead, brother. Went out there and was killed for the lie. Let's look at Jason Spindler. Jason Spindler survived the 9-11 terror attack, but he was killed in the Kenya terrorist attack in January 2019. So here we go again. Another guy at two massive major events. Here's some other things about Jason Spindler. You can see that he's holding a sign, I'm from a refugee family. So you can see that he's in the progressive globalist group of people. He's a CEO of a company. In fact, he's the was the co-founder and CEO of a company called iDev. Jason worked clo closely with Patrick Watson. You look up Patrick Watson, here he is on LinkedIn, says he's iDev International. One of the things he did was five clean cookstove businesses for Global Alliance for Clean Cookstoves. My jaw almost dropped when I saw that because I've already looked into this. When I did a big story about the Clintons in Haiti, Believe it or not, the Global Alliance for Clean Cookstoves comes up there. Secretary Clinton announces the Global Alliance for Clean Cookstoves. Global Alliance for Clean Cookstoves. I mean, she appears all over the place constantly for this thing. Must be really important, right? Here she is in 2011 with Jose Andres, and these guys ended up partnering in Haiti. Jose Andres is a big celebrity chef guy, and he has an organization called... World Central Kitchen. Look how much he made in 2017. Look how much he pulled in. $21 million. It's good money. Look who else is involved in the clean cook stoves. Semex and the UN Foundation. 
since 2013. It's a big, big deal. Look at what else. The Obama White House. 2016, a cooking revolution. How clean energy and cookstoves are saving lives. Jose Andres, Obama, Prime Minister Modi, Antonio Guterres, UN Secretary General, former President of Ireland, Mary Robinson. They're all involved. Folks, this gets better than this. You can check it out on BitChute. Remember this when you watch the news. The AmazingPolly.net is our web presence. AmazingPolly.net. Let's take a break. We'll be right back.
All right, folks, we're back, and it is Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Look, we're going to be a little longer. Folks, there, there's a method to the madness when I play these videos. A lot of you, uh, you get shut out of YouTube and places like that. You don't get it. When you hear it here and you find it interesting, uh, I, I would like for you to forward on to others. This bypass the censors. This bypass a lot of the crap they're trying to keep us from getting the message out, okay? So this is the purpose of that. So, you know, I love doing a talk show. I love chatting it up and all that. But this is information you need to know. These mass murders, folks, there's a reason why they're doing it. Uh, here's the thing. Those of you who are who like to think of yourselves, well, you know, I, I'm not on either side. I'm not on Republican. I'm not on Democrat. Uh, I'm not conservative. I'm not leftist or whatever. Here's the thing. It's the same thing with right and wrong. Ain't no difference. You don't get a butter cookie or a parade in your honor simply because you think yourself as middle of the road and all that. I'm not impressed. I look at both sides, too. When I look at both sides and I see that one is way off base, then I can say, hey, those people are the devil. They're, they're, they're possessed by demonic demons. Well, you know, that's not fair. That's, you know... There's nothing cute about that. There's nothing cute about saying that I, I see both sides like you do. But I also see that this side over here is really ranchy. It is grimy. And you pride yourself on the fact that you don't acknowledge their griminess. What's your point? And when they, for instance, doing this gun control debate, when you say that you don't choose sides and all that stuff and you know what they they count you down as one of them. When they're doing their polls, because every time you post something on electronic media, social media, folks, the logarithm is picking all this stuff up. They are fashioning their determination. That's why the Republicans fold every time because they got all these people in the middle. Rather than just saying, hell no, these people are liars. We're gonna go, you could you go when you say that I'm, you know, I'm on the fence. They count you as being for gun control because they know if they present you with something, you're going to be trying to floss the fact that you're so open minded. I see both sides and the side that you always see is going for the gun control policy that they push that has nothing to do with resolving the problem of the mass murder that just happened. But you get your ego stroked and your ego extended by the fact that they said he's she's open minded. While we lose our gun rights. Oh, they know what they're doing. Continue on, Mr. Producer. So what happened to Jason Spindler? Maybe he's one of those people who talked. Or maybe he really did die in the Kenya terrorist attack because he's got to be right there, front and center, in these war-torn zones in order to unlock the business potential like this sham of clean cook stoves and the picture gets crazier let's move on to the next section which is sort of like the how and sort of exposing how wide the networks are you remember this in october 2018 11 killed in the synagogue tree of life synagogue massacre in pittsburgh remember that the Rabbi Alvin Birkin, or the former Rabbi 
uh, said he didn't go that day because he was at home caring for his sick wife. I wanted to look deeper into this event, and I find out that Rabbi Birkin's sick wife, this is a picture of her here. Uh-huh. I didn't put this over her face. This is how they ran the article. This story says that Rabbi Birkin's wife did die a few months later, a, um, a few months later. But in between, even though she was so sick, they moved to Florida. Why did they move to Florida? Because it turns out their son, Jonathan Birkin, lives and works in Florida. What does Jonathan Birkin do? Why he runs the Aventurist Synagogue down there. Bear with me here. This is going somewhere. Do you remember this? The pipe bomb? The pipe bomb packages mailed to, who was it again? Obama, Biden, Clint, Hillary Clinton, Maxine Waters, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, Eric Holder, John Brennan, James Clapper, George Soros, Tom Steyer, and Robert De Niro. Remember, just conveniently, every single, <laughs> almost, deep state swamp creature got a fake pipe bomb? Nobody was ever in any danger, but they made it seem like there was a crazed lunatic out there who was a Trump supporter who was delivering bombs to all of these big names. Okay, remember that? Just, just stay with me. Stay with me. While that was happening and before they caught the guy, this person on Twitter, Billy Corbin, says, My co-producer David Sipkin took these pictures in December 2017. Remember, this is October 2018 these bombs are going around, okay? And he posts this October 2018 on Twitter. Took these pictures of this van on December 2017 at the shops at the waterways in Aventura, Florida. The van was regularly parked overnight outside a kosher market over a one-plus-year period. He believes it may be connected to the bomb suspect and, con and contacted FBI. This is so weird because the story of the bomb suspect at the beginning was that these packages were hand-delivered, and they could tell this by the fact that the stamps weren't canceled. Hand-delivered hand-delivered to the suburban New York City home of billionaire financier George Soros. George Soros lives in New York. Why would a guy with a really obvious van put stamps on a package and drive it to New York to hand-deliver it? It really makes very little sense to this me. This is going to get good, folks. So this Listen. is down in Florida. Why did they think that van was connected to the bomb suspect, I wonder? Why did that guy take pictures of the van? You could almost see him because it's an unusual van. How did he know it was parked there for a one-plus-year period? So now we know that David Sipkin must live down in Florida. It's the only reason that he would be seeing this regularly. He must live in this area of Florida, which must mean that he is in the same area as Jonathan Birkin's Aventura Synagogue, right? Okay, and let's just look at this. The Aventura Synagogue is four minutes by car away from this kosher market at the Shops on the Waterways. Well, look what happened in May 2016 at Jonathan Birkin's Aventura Synagogue. Florida Jewish Center attack plot thwarted, feds say. Really? Wow. So, Alvin Birkin's Synagogue, the Tree of Life, in October 2018 was the scene of a mass shooting. 
He didn't happen to be there that day, mind you. His son's synagogue, a couple years before that, was the subject of a bomb plot? They were going to bomb this synagogue in Aventura, Florida? Wow. Wow, that's quite something. Is there anything else about the Birkins that we need to know? Why, yes. Rabbi Alvin Birkin, emeritus of the Tree of Life congregation, was part of a small group of Reform and conservative Jewish leaders who met with Jonathan Pollard, a convicted spy for Israel, in federal prison on July 11th in 2013. Wow, wow, wow. And this is the third investigation that I've done that leads to Jonathan Pollard. By the way, here's the guy they arrested, Caesar Sayok. They arrested him in Florida for those phony bombs. But I'm not done. There's more. Remember Billy Corbin? He said his producer, David Sipkin, took these photos. And Billy Corbin is the guy basically who led the police directly to this guy because it was through the van that they found him. It's very interesting to look into Billy Corbin and Sipkin and a guy called Alfred Spellman. They're all partners. They're all partners. Here they all three are here. David Sipkin, Alfred Spellman, and Billy Corbin. They have a company called Tour. This is one way back in 2008. They say Tour Films has become a case study in successful viral marketing. Check this out. Viral marketing. Propaganda. Getting the public hooked on an idea, fascinated by a narrative in order to do whatever you want. For them, one of their first attempts at it was to sell their own DVDs of a movie they made. They made a whole show of uh, pretending their movie got bootlegged before it was even released, and then flea markets were had them and were selling out like crazy, and then they got the newspaper to cover that story as if it was real. It was all fake. It was all viral marketing for their own DVD to try to generate buzz. So I wonder then, is that what this is? Oh, yeah. And by the way, don't forget that this Caesar Sayak and the bombs, one of them got dropped off at George Soros's house. I mean, what do you think what that would do? It would generate sympathy, right, in the minds of the public. Oh, George Soros, he's such a good guy, and he's getting bomb threats by these crazy mega people. Trump's fans are truly evil, right? And that goes for that whole other list, too. They get the same sympathy. Obama, Biden, Clinton, Waters, Harris, Booker, Holder, Brennan, Clapper, Tom Steyer, and Robert De Niro. Fake sympathy for them. Now, was it... A viral marketing ploy by somebody like this? I'm not saying it was them. I have no evidence to suggest that it was those guys from Tour Films. No evidence to suggest it was, even though they were the first people to come out with these photographs. But if it was fake news, I mean, if it was a frame job, if it was a viral marketing job, if it was a story, a narrative, they were going to need people in support of that narrative. In this case, they didn't need too many. In some events, they need a lot. They need a lot of supporting actors. And now here's where I'm going to go. Maybe too far for some people, but I really want you to consider it, okay? There was an event that I cannot name. You see this? This is a code. Anytime you see this, that's what I'm talking about. That event She's talking about the Connecticut, in Connecticut. school shooting. That event would have needed a lot of supporting cast. And if you look at the coroner, if you look at Gene Rosen, if you look at Robbie Parker, 
None of them seem authentic. There's other problems too. Lots of them. But for the purposes of this video, I just want to go about maybe looking at the how. How would they do this? Where would they get these people from that would do this? Something interesting I found. This link will no longer open. But you can see here that the synopsis on Google is Open Choice Program, formerly Project Concern. And this is from www.soros.org Initiatives Baltimore. I think this is probably George Soros because he always has open in the names, not always, but a lot of the time he puts open in the name of his initiatives and foundation. Open Society is his big, big master foundation. So I saw that and I decided to search for open choice or project concern. And I found this from 2006 school choice program to mark 40th anniversary. It's supposedly about desegregating schools. And there were six schools in Connecticut that were honored as vanguard schools under this program. Project concern. We're going to take a break. We're listening to the amazing Polly folks you're seeing. She's going to go into how they uh, draft these actors to do this. Folks, it's hard for the average person to get their head around the evil. But this is what concerns me about Big Pharma having all this money and all these other organizations from these billionaires, all this money that they're, folks, they can buy anybody. And they're buying anybody. They're buying them in all these different places and they're setting up shop. They go by the police chief in Uvalde, for instance. And then all they got to do is find and select the right person with the right mental problems from their list of people who have been reported for psychiatric help, and then they groom them to do what they're doing. This is evil. Now, I know many of you have a hard time understanding it, but you know what? When people are hell-bent on doing this, this is what they do. Let's take a break. All right, folks. I'm going to continue to play this. This is important to me. If it ain't important to you, it's important to me, and I'm the host, so I get to do it. Here's the deal. You saw how the school boards... You saw how the medical uh, uh, leadership community would not change their position. You saw how the governor, you saw how the Speaker of the House uh, and the uh, Lieutenant Governor, how they wouldn't change their position in terms of forcing vaccination down our throat, forcing a lot because they received money. And the more Tracy Abrams, Stacey Abrams over there in, in Georgia was pretty much broke before she ran for governor. The George Soros and them billionaires over Davos gave her $3.1 million. She sold the whole black community out by turning out the vote with that uh, uh, election scam that they ran and put Joe Biden into office. People will sell you out. Dr. Dobbs is being rewarded with a job over at the University Medical Center, some department called Population Control. Uh, with that job description comes a Jason mask, I guess, and a damn steak knife. He'll be chasing people down, killing them on behalf of the globalists. These pe- people will sell you out for the money. And that's what she's pointing out here. They can, and with more and more money, they can hire enough actors to pull off a 9-11. You got to understand, our government is behind it. The elements within the defense industry and the CIA, folks, Mr. Producer, continue playing. 
Buck Elementary in Newtown was one of these schools. Hmm. I, I think that's interesting. And I think it's it's very interesting that in 2013, this is just after the event at this school, we learned there's a guy called Peter D'Amico who owns the youth center. That youth center is called the Newtown Youth Association, which he had started in 2008. Peter D'Amico, named Entrepreneur of the Year, I believe this is 2015. Yes, 2015. D'Amico is a founder and president of SCB International Materials, a supplier of products to the global cement industry. And I checked Semex, Semex's site, and SCB International Materials is one of their evaluated suppliers. If you recall, Semex is big in this clean cooking alliance with the Clinton Global Initiative. And if you follow alternative researchers, you know that Semex was also, it's implicated in human trafficking. I'm going to leave it there. I'm not alleging they're guilty. I don't know. But they, their name comes up in connection with it. Very interesting. And now let's look at the second thing that I didn't show you before. In Newtown, these uh, athletes, right, they try, they're going to come and make the kids smile again after the event. So they talk about some of the people. The New England Patriots donated $25,000 to the town. And Patriots owner Robert Kraft's family owns a corrugated box plant in Newtown. Whoa, remember Robert Kraft came up? February 2019, New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft accused of soliciting sex down in Palm Beach County, Florida at a massage parlor. The authorities at first said this was a sex trafficking operation. I want to say it could very well be that Robert Kraft is totally innocent that maybe he just went, you know, to a prostitute. And that's that's it's all he ever did wrong. But they were trying to strong arm him, perhaps, in the background to do something else, or he did something they don't like, and they're going to punish him. They're going to punish him with their viral their viral stories. Elon Musk. They're going to humiliate him into silence. What they're doing to him. Because that's another function of this, of course, these fake news stories, to control the other oligarchs, keep them in line. You see what public outrage can do to a person. Donald Trump, what they did to him. One last thing about uh, this event. Just check this out. This is David Hogg from Parkland. And this is the person guilty of this. Yeah. I'm just saying. David if Hogg there isn't an actual village pumping out kids and Dylan Roof to use in these events, then uh, this is a pretty massive coincidence. Because they look... Pretty much identical to me. I, I get that this is controversial, but if they really just cared about people, why wouldn't they talk about stuff like this? Chicago has its worst weekend of gun violence in 2019. Seven were killed, but 52 were wounded by gunfire from Friday to Sunday including a five-year-old boy who was shot in the leg. This is August 2019. Like they say, while much of the nation's attention was focused on El Paso and Dayton, this was happening elsewhere. And do you remember, it just so happens that El Paso and Dayton were scenes where you had the same family at both. They were also involved in another shooting. So it makes you think, are they only reporting 
the ones they control and they're not reporting the real ones, just report the real ones. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Maybe because they can't control the script. If they went and interviewed real parents and real survivors, they can't control what those people say. However, if they have a pre-arranged group of, say, 50 kids, teenagers, young adults, former Marines, a lot of these people are ex-military, too. They have them at the ready. They can more or less control what they say, especially if these kids have been raised in a situation that is parallel to the situation I showed you in M. Night Shyamalan's village. Maybe. I'm just spitballing here. One last little bit, okay? How do you keep people from talking about what they do? How how do you keep most of them silent? A lot of them will do it just for the money. Many more will do it for the sense of control and thrill that they get from it. They probably also screen in for sociopaths and psychopaths to be in this line of work in the first place. But what about those rogue agents, the good guys, who just can't take it anymore and they, they might want to talk? They get loose lips. Well, Ashley Madison's founder and chief executive, Noel Biderman, quits following hack. Ashley Madison, you know what it is. It was a site where men could go, married men could go and hook up with single women or married women just for illicit affairs. And supposedly there was 37 million clients that got hacked. Now, some of those were real, I'm sure, but many of them were fake, as we find out from another lawsuit that happened where someone's suing him for repetitive stress injury for making thousands of fake profiles all day. But it's worse than that. It's worse than that. It turns out that the CEOs they paraded around on television were fake too. They were actors. Fake. And thousands of the profiles were fake. Probably millions of the profiles were fake. But you see, it's the perfect scheme. You create this website. You put in whoever's information you want. It doesn't even have to be true. You can just say these people were on there and you've got leverage over them already. Because we've seen how the court of public opinion operates, right? With Kavanaugh. They wanted to rip that man's head off just by the allegation alone. So I don't know. At this point, it's a heck of a mess. All right, folks, that's the amazing Polly. Folks, they will. You you know this. Enough money will turn people's head and make them do a lot of things. They will sell out the country. Greg Hart. They will sell out the country. Michael. They will sell out. And you keep trying to say, no, they couldn't put all this stuff together. Yes, they can. And you think about all these folks on these psycho, what is the psychotropic drugs? Big Pharma. Now you done gave Big Pharma 60 billion just this year in hard, cold cash. Folks, I'm telling you, you better wake up. You, You don't have to wake up. You just wake up dead. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. 
All right, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Mobile. Bob, appreciate your hold, man, for sure. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, yeah, this is,、uh, like you said, it's the same old, same old. The same with Trump, Russia, and、uh, the scam flu and everything else.、Mm-hmm. They create a crisis, they, then they come up with a solution for it. Right. And the, I saw the,、uh, the movie, The.、Uh, Uh, the village.、Mm-hmm. I was like, I was disappointed too. I was looking for real monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, what you said about it was absolutely true. You, you, you couldn't escape the parallels of they, you know, get you scared of something、mm-hmm. in order to keep us contained and controlled.、Right. I've seen this, that, that type of scenario also in an episode of Star Trek. That, you know, same thing. You, you、uh, create a crisis, a situation, and you control the people. You, you create the monster and you,、uh, that cannot be detected. In this case, in the case of coronavirus or, or the uh, uh, global warming or Trump Russia,、mm-hmm. and、uh, you come up with the solution. Well,、uh, the solution that maintains, that gives you power and can maintain control over the population. Right. You know, just like now, everybody's got the、uh, Ukrainian bumper stickers and flags because the media tells you, oh, you need to be concerned about、yep. this here. Uh, well, wait a minute. I thought we were just concerned about uh, uh, the coronavirus. And co- the, the, that's what I'm saying. I, why anybody would believe anything these folks would say is beyond me. When they tell me that they're, in,、uh, they're in, in the middle of the road or they look at both sides, and again, there's nothing wrong looking at both sides, but you've got to be able to accurately assess what you're seeing and then act on that information. And systemic racism. They don't, they don't say systemic, although they do, but they don't mean it in terms of what it really used to be when you could prove systemic racism.、Mm-hmm. They talk about things like microaggression <clears throat> or inclusivity and, or representation. <laughs> oh, they don't、That、like me. He rolled, he, he rolled his eyes at something I said. That, that racism. Just like that. Who was that?、Uh, they called the baseball player Jackie. Jackie in、yeah. reference to Jackie. Oh, that's racism. And then, and, and then the white. Uh, uh, echelons of the、uh, baseball regime、uh, going to look into it. for <laughs> You should be proud to be called Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Shut up. Boy, I tell you what, whoo, this stuff gets on my nerves. Yeah, they got black,、uh, although they got all people, women,、uh, homo, homosexual, anybody but white men uh, uh, just turned into globs of jelly if you look at the wrong way or say the wrong thing. Or say something to them,、hmm. uh, whatever. They turn into globs of jelly. <laughs> that,、uh, you know, oh, 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 he said this, like the guy saying about Jackie. Okay, even if he says about Jackie, who cares?、Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he compared himself to Jackie Robinson earlier. That's where、right. the white guy got the term Jackie from.、Right. He didn't just make it up on his own. But that doesn't matter、right. to these nitwits.、Right. But like you said, it is about control. Everything with them is about、uh, game and control. And whatever, and whatever they,、uh, they, they You suit every crisis that allows them to gain more control.、Mm-hmm. And now the latest one, it, even with the situation, when, when it wasn't a black guy, when it wasn't a white guy, then the narrative turns into gun control.、Mm-hmm. If it's a white guy, then the narrative is gun control and white supremacy. Whatever it is, it's their, it fits their narrative. Right. That's right. And, and, and people have a hard time putting, I can't believe all this, it would take all these people to do this. Folks, you can buy off enough people to do anything. Now in America, in this money grubbing society where the love of money is at the heart of、uh, all the evil that we see. And like I said before, look at our governors, look at the school districts, look at everybody who stood firm 
on that COVID scam, even when all the evidence was suggesting, wait a minute, this is not what it seems. They couldn't even make it make sense, but they didn't care. The oath they took to do right, to uphold the Constitution and yada, 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 they didn't care. They had money in their pocket. Money was more important than anything or oath they had taken. They didn't care. There's always something that can't be proven. True. Uh, to be, you know, whatever their crisis is, you can't prove it one way or another, like with the COVID thing. Oh, uh, well, uh, it's, it's died down. Was it herd immunity, which everybody was preaching? Oh, well, the. No, it was a shot. It was a shot. Yeah, that's what caused it to go to go away. It was the shot. Well, uh, a lot of people took the shot, still got sick. Well, they would have died if it went for the shot. Mm-hmm. So, so, you, so it's not that the shot kept you from getting it, which was real immunity. It's okay. Uh, yeah, if you if it went for the shot, you would have died. Well, how do you know that? Just take our word for it. Hmm. Well, again, and then for people to pretend like they can't figure all this out, Hoss. You're still going to pay with your life, with your fame, uh, ignorance, or it may be real. You're still going to pay with your life. These people kill babies. They killed 19 kids execution style in uh, in their pursuit of gun control. That's the Joe Biden, the Barack Obamas, the Democrat Party, the Rhino Republicans. They killed 19 kids, executed these kids, shot them in the face, in the chest, in their torsos. And you're going to say, well, I don't know what to think about it. They just killed 19 kids, and you don't know what to think about it. No, we don't know what to think about you. Now, this is Brandon Tatum's narrative on it, and it was a different take. Uh, he said a guy barricaded himself in the room, in that one room. It wasn't, uh, apparently it was, which, yeah, I guess it wasn't 19 kids in that one room. And that's the room he shot up, and the rest of the school, they were able to get out. Uh, this kid, they were able to get out of the rest of the room. Here's the problem. They got drones They could have flown up to the window, Looked in there and found out where he was standing, yada, yada, yada. They could have pretended like they were trying to jiggle the doorknob, distract him to shoot through the door while they're coming, looking through the window, shooting him. This is crap. I'm not buying this, man. I don't buy this a pound. 19 kids died, and they're telling us this is the best that they can do. Now, I'll tell you what, the best we can do is fire your, fire your rear end. You will never work in law enforcement again. None of you. Well, in credence to what you said, uh, they ultimately opened the door with a key. Right. I thought you, you. I thought they waited for a ramming device to ram the door down. <laughs> you know, that's what you didn't have. You didn't have something to ram the door down because you couldn't get a key. But if you well, look at the classroom out, windows, uh, all you had to do was, you know, if if you just held one of those uh, uh, selfie sticks up there and put it and put your cell phone up there and look and see what the hell he was doing or where he was located. If he shot it out, then no. I cannot buy this. They they executed 19 kids and two adults in pursuit of gun control. These people are sick. I'm taking these folks at their word. I don't trust them. I don't trust law enforcement up and down the food chain to protect me. I am my first responder. It's on. As far as I'm concerned, you guys just declared war on America. How the hell are you going to kill 19 kids and we're trying to rationalize? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm not with y'all. I'm sorry. I'm just not with you. I, if I got to stand alone, I'll stand alone. Yeah, and that again lends more to the what the what you teaching me that the argument the argument isn't that you need to take my gun away. The argument is I need my gun more now more than ever. Right? Because they go like that. I I can't rely on the cop to respond. That okay? See how you think the cop did everything right in that situation. The point is, they couldn't. It took them time to get there. Right. I needed an immediate responder. 
<laughs> not just the first response. I need somebody <laughs> there immediately. Forget the first. Uh, somebody about to say we're our, we're our immediate responder. Right. They're the first responder. We're the immediate responder. That's I kind of right. like that one. I do too. Either, either way, yeah, that's what we need. Okay, I need it right now. I need somebody immediate, and not po- just first now. The police station was four minutes away, driving at forty miles an hour. Just you know, just a regular drive. So if they were gunning it, driving eighty miles an hour, they could have been there in two minutes. They had to be some officers with some white shirts who could have showed up. No, I'm sorry, Hoss. This see, and every time they ask us to buy these lame excuses, it's at the it's at our expense, either the expense of our lives or expense of our freedoms, or both. And I'm saying, nope, folks. This is the line in the sand as far as Kim is concerned. You can do whatever you want to do. You can call me crazy. You know what? Somebody said a conspiracy theorist is just somebody who figured this crap out early on. That's all. That's what you call them because you're slow and you can't figure it out. Man. Exactly. Their whole goal is to leave is to take us from one crisis to the next. Never give us peace until I guess they get until they get world government. You keep one. Okay, when is it that you finally let us be, give us some kind of no, something what, that resembles peace? No, what they want is for you to beg for gun control. That's what they want. They want you now when they when they sense the first sign of trouble uh, in D.C. after the election. Oh, they put up the fence. They said it didn't work. They had armed guards out there. They said nobody needs. And they felt comfortable then. But when it comes to us being able to protect our folks, if you missed the message in all this is the fact that they once again, just like they did with COVID, they made you stand there and watch your loved ones die. They yeah. Listen, they have more officers at the school board meeting to prevent you from protecting your child from reading, having to read pornography than they did at the uh, uh, mass shooting there. These people will kill you for advocating for your own safety, your own self-defense, or your own family. You Look, you might as well decide in your, this is what I keep trying to get across to you day to day. You might as well decide, purpose in your heart and decide in your mind what you're going to do because they're going to kill you if you don't comply with them killing you. What you going to do? All right, man. Thank you, Mo. Mobile, appreciate you. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're going to take another call. But now remember in that video with uh, AmazingPoly.net, she names the the two companies that started. One started in 1995 and the other one is more recently, Raconteur. Folks, this is the color revolution. They're working with the CIA and DARPA and all these other folks to help put this stuff together. It is our government killing us. These mass killings are brought to you by the USA. Let's go to Jay. Hey, Jay. You're on the air, sir. Hey, Kim. Hey. That was a robbery yesterday morning at that little laundromat over there on Sunset behind McDowell. Oh, McDowell behind CBS Pharmacy. Yeah. And open for over 50 years. The guy took his wife over there to open up. People are already waiting to go in. He got out of his car. Two young teenagers come up, put guns in his front and in his back, robbed him over $160, and the people standing around said, we know who they are. But, you know, it don't do no good. Wow. Well, it won't be long for that little laundromat then. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been that long time, but it's dangerous to anywhere now. But they're right up the streets inside Jackson, sick down them out the back window. I've seen them. I uh, emptied the clip up there. And, and the people wonder why. When it rains, the roof leak, you know? Uh-huh. Wow. I hate that. I hate that. Kenneth Stokes is just going to hold meetings, and all he's doing is just a put on stuff. He ain't going to do nothing. 
Well, really, you know, at, at this point here, look, you can give up on Jackson. You can give up on the black community. We're not going to change. It's not. These、yeah. people are beholden to whatever the Democrat, the Democrat Party says commit suicide, they'll do that, which is what's happening right now. This is just economic suicide. But no, bro, the best thing to do, hey, man, is walk wide and get the hell out of Dodge. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. Years ago, and I'm talking about back in the 60s and 70s, I worked for a finance company. I go call on customers. And I went and called on this one black family one time and they passed you on the bills. And the little baby was crying. And the mama turned to the little baby and said, the little boy said, If you don't shut up that crying, I'm going to let that white man get you. <laughs> that's, that's how it's done. And that happens all the time. Sadly. And they grow up that way, you know, have a fear of white people, too. True. Hey, Jay, I appreciate that update, man. All right, Brad. Thank you. Have a great day. Folks, listen. I'm going to tell you why it's a hopeless situation with the black community. It's, we have a group of blacks who came up in the 60s, 70s, and 80s who got their hustle on, and they will not allow any progress to go forward. They act like they're the prototype Negroes. I'm going to give you an example. The situation with Rowan Middle School being leased out to the Midtown Charter School. The young man that got killed, and the 12 year old got killed in the drive by, he was a graduate of、uh, Midtown. He attended there. Black men, many of them are, appear regularly on WMPR over there, went down there at Benny Thompson's request and behest and forced the Jackson Public School Board to reverse their decision to lease the school, Rowan Middle School, to Midtown Charter School so that they could expand and have better facilities. Kind of like, you know, what we argue for with separate but equal and all that kind of crap. These black men. Went down there because of their personal interest in minority set asides, black for a living issues, and free to land type crap. Folks, these black men essentially attacked these black kids' educational opportunities. They got Dr. Green and the school board to reverse themselves. The policies Benny wanted.、Uh, uh, Implemented there was the same policies the AFL CIO wants and the same policy the National Education of,、uh, Teachers, or NEA, or whatever they call it, and the NAACP have been advocating for. NAACP, on one hand, says they're concerned about the school to prison pipeline, but yet they shut down educational opportunities for these black boys. There's only about 1,600 kids statewide taking advantage of charter schools. Do you realize they release what? 20, what, 20, what, 2,000, 3,000 or 4,000 people a year from Parchment who needs to be in a diversionary program. And yet, these black men say they're worried about the money that's coming away, that's being taken away from the public schools. And when you're looking at 1,600 kids statewide, and yet there's 2,000 to 3,000, 4,000 people coming out of Parchment every year that they don't mind spending money on diversionary programs for. Folks, black folks are full of crap. These black men, and I'm talking about Dr. Henderson over there. I'm talking about Brother Jones. If that was you on the radio, you guys were. I remember y'all talking about the diversionary program. You were all up and all, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These men need a second chance. These kids wouldn't even be in prison, but for Negroes like y'all doing the crap that you're doing. There's three groups of people that destroy the black community the set aside Negroes, the black for a living Negroes, and the free to land Negroes. They, they are raping us. Oh, we're going to deal with that Rowan Middle School again. Trust me. We'll take a break. Be back in 22 hours. See you on the radio. Peace.